whatever your day has been so far, this is when we crank it up to 10 because it's 10 a.m. Um, have some sunshine out there. We really do. Temperatures aren't as brutal as the numbers that we started the week with. Um, we're going to time in some rain, though, guys. So don't think that the sunshine that we have stays even into the evening hours because we start to see some rain. At night. Okay, I like that you said crank it up to 10 because yeah, look what we got. Yeah, look. look what we got on the look set. Look at this. It, it's hard not to crank yes. it up to 10 next <laughs> <laughs> They're at a 20. Let me just Pedro tell you. Pedro Rivera. Yes. On yeah, the desk very, with Very us. happy to be here uh, with you guys. We have so much to talk about, but this is exciting uh, just to sit next to you, too. Yes. Oh, thank, well, thank you. Thank you very much. We'll see We'll see how long that continues. <laughs> if, we can make it last, if we can make it last for at least five minutes, it's going to be I great. Know. But we do have a lot to talk about, including the cell service outage involving AT&T that is impacting people nationwide. Yep. A lot of people waking up to issues. It's been the talk of the morning. It certainly has. Plus, when you live in a building and pay rent, and you expect it to be safe, right? So what do you do when your apartment has violations and they don't fix it? Well, tenants are looking to seven on your side for help. So Dan Krauth is going to be joining us later. All right, mm -hmm. looking forward to that. And the rising concern about a stomach bug that's spreading across the Northeast. A New Jersey school even forced to close because of the outbreak. Dr. White is here. He's physically here in the studio, and he's going to talk to us about how to protect yourself. That'll give you a heads up. Everybody's mm. going to run to the screen mm. for that one because it really is kind of a silent buzz. And I had it last talking. year. Not yeah. fun. So we want it to talk about worst. it, know how to avoid it, all of that oh, yeah. stuff. Um, let's get you ready for your afternoon plans because likely you've got some. The sunshine's out there right now. Can we keep it? The answer is yes for the next couple of hours. We're 41 degrees outside right now. We've got plenty of sunshine, particularly on the eastern half of our area. Even the Jersey Shore is looking pretty good right now. 39 degrees. Wrightstown's right around 41 degrees. But notice how this moisture is kind of leaning in from the north and west. So are the clouds. So watch the trajectory here as this kind of all moves in our direction. And look how much there is back off to the west. So once we get this rain moving in and let's call it around four o'clock in the afternoon when the real opportunity of getting some showers and sprinkles starting from west to east begins in New Jersey, parts of the Hudson Valley works toward the city by around five or six o'clock tonight. So if you look at the bars here on each hour and you see the numbers go up 40%, 40% as of around 7 p.m. Look at 9 p.m. We're in rain by that point and we're 42 degrees. 44 is the high. The first part of the day looks and feels so good, but let me just show you those sprinkles that are working in and then we're also going to talk about the little freezing mix in some northern parts of our area on the overnight so a lot to discuss okay yeah. let's get into the top stories for the morning nassau county executive bruce blakeman is set to announce a ban on transgender athletes competing in girls sports at county-run facilities the ban is believed to be the first of its kind in the nation and will go into effect immediately on top of that any teams and leagues that do not agree to the ban will reportedly be barred from the county's 100 ball fields and athletic facilities outright. The New York LGBT network called the order illegal and said it is profoundly disappointed. We will be streaming the announcement on ABC 7 NY. Some more to come at noon. Jury deliberations beginning this morning in the murder trial of Jam Master Jay. Prosecutors accused Carl Jordan Jr. and Ronald Washington of the 2002 murder in Hollis, Queens. They also claim it was the hip hop icon's involvement in drug dealing that got him killed. Eyewitness News reporter Phil Tate is in Brooklyn at the federal court this morning. He'll bring us a live report coming up at the half hour. Mm, story that has a lot of local interest. Also this, can you hear me now? Well, as of about 4 a.m., the answer was no for a lot of people. There was a major outage at AT&T and it was impacted impacting tens of thousands of customers across the country. In a statement, AT&T says it is working 
urgently to restore service to those affected. Many people have just told us independently that their service is back. Some is not. So far, a reason hasn't even been given as to why the service is shut down. Some emergency services have been impacted. And on the West Coast, there was an example of how customers could not call 911 because they were only seeing SOS on the top of their phone. In San Francisco, they were asked to go to a landline if you had to make an wow. important emergency call. If you're having problems, an AT&T rep said, to use Wi-Fi calling. So get to where you've got Wi-Fi service until your service is restored. Scary. But that's a real issue. Yeah, it's like who has landlines exactly. right. anymore? Yeah, we yeah, moved yeah, away yeah. from those landlines. Thank you so much. All right, there are reports that President Biden could be ready for a crackdown on the U.S.-Mexico border. It comes as state and local officials from Texas, Colorado to New York have all been pleading for the White House to help them address the migrant crisis. So what could new executive action mean for our area? Well, I went to Sue's report Reagan Meji is live outside of the Roosevelt Hotel in Midtown with more. Reagan. And Pedro, this new executive action could mean fewer migrants, not only here in New York City, but throughout the country. President Biden is looking at this new restriction. And what that means is requiring asylum seekers to prove why they should remain in the U.S. That is things like proving, you know, medical emergencies or if these asylum seekers head back to their country, they could be met with violence. So here's the thing. Now, if President Biden does move forward with this plan it, to restrict the asylum seekers from entering our country, it could put him at odds with his own party. Critics say the influx of migrants from South America, China and other countries poses a national security risk. So here in New York City, more than 170,000 migrants are in the system and recently some making headlines for their involvement in crimes. Most notably, this group of eight males attacking two NYPD officers in Times Square in late January. Now, Governor Kathy Hochul explaining Tuesday night why she is heading to Washington today. 175,000 migrants who came here, they came here for a better life, they came here for a job, but our city and its resources are absolutely overwhelmed. We need a break. I'm working to get people jobs. They're here, I'm gonna make them work and get them jobs. But until then, we need some relief at the border. And then we look at spending for asylum seekers here in the city. In an exclusive interview here on Eyewitness News, Mayor Eric Adams saying that he's looking at cutting 10% of that budget on top of already 20% to asylum seekers. So we still have more information on that. That will come in the next coming weeks if these or when these cuts will in fact take place. For now, we're live here in Midtown, Reagan Meji, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. All right, keep us posted on that one. Thank you, Reagan. Today, civil rights attorney Ben Crump will be in New Jersey to speak about a settlement following a fight at the Bridgewater Commons Mall. Zakai Hussein was tackled by police during the fight in 2022. The family sued after cell phone video showed officers put one teen on a couch, but then they tackled Hussein to the ground and handcuffed him. Hussein is black, while the other teen is of Colombian and Pakistani heritage. The case was settled for an undisclosed amount. The families of Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie have come to an agreement to avoid a criminal trial. A lawyer for the Laundrie family released a statement saying the civil lawsuit has been resolved and the terms of it are confidential. Petito's parents filed a lawsuit claiming Laundrie's parents knew their son killed his fiance during a cross-country road trip and intentionally kept it quiet. Mm. NYU students are calling for a nationwide 
day of action, demanding the university cut ties with Starbucks over its anti-union practices. Dozens of students are going to deliver a petition with over 375 signatures to the university president demanding they stop selling Starbucks on campus. This day of action is stretching across 25 campuses and comes after Starbucks workers united filed 47 unfair labor practice charges against the coffee chain. The fight over MTA's congestion pricing is intensifying once again today. New Jersey Congressman Josh Gottheimer, he says he's going to announce a new action against New York in just about an hour. Gottheimer has been one of the most vocal critics of the plan. Lawsuits have been filed in both New York and New Jersey against his plan to charge people driving south of 60th Street here in Manhattan. Also today, New York City Transportation Commissioner Yadonis Rodriguez will be in Albany pushing for more red light cameras across the city. The DOT wants cameras to increase from 150 to more than 1300. The proposal comes as the city is asking the legislature to reauthorize the program, which is set to end in December. The existing camera issue about cameras, that is, issues about 1900 tickets a day on average. All right, so advocates for disabled people, hey, they're asking a federal judge to make, kind of force the TLC to make more of its taxi fleet wheelchair accessible. The plaintiffs say the TLC is in breach of a 2013 agreement that was reached to settle a lawsuit over taxi accessibility. It required the TLC to make half of the city's yellow cabs wheelchair accessible by 2020. So what's the count and is everyone doing okay? The pandemic delayed the effort, so the deadline was actually pushed back to 2023. So right now, if you were to count them up, only about a third of taxis are wheelchair accessible, according to advocates. Okay, everything's expensive. Everything. We've talked about that, especially food. Let's get into the price of your grocery haul. A new statistic is putting your budget into perspective. According to new USDA data, Americans spend, get this, 11.3% of their disposable income on food. That was in 2022. That's the highest share since the 80s to wrap your head around it. That's incredible. A major reason why food prices are up uh, from 2019 to 2023, the all food consumer index price, it jumped 25%. Yeah, and that's not just at the grocery store. We're talking restaurants, takeout orders. Their prices go up costs you more too. Yeah, definitely more expensive just about anything you're eating. The driving factor here may be, unsurprisingly, that more processed products. So we're buying a lot more processed foods. They are more expensive to create in the long run, taking fats, oil, sweets, and bakery products. Um, the grocery staples like dairy products, mm -hmm. beef, chicken, the basic stuff, fresh fruits and veggies, all saw smaller price increases. But the hint there in that sentence was there were still price increases. They yeah. were just smaller than the processed foods. Mm. And they say they're okay. going to continue to rise just at a slower rate. Uh, but I heard an expert say fish is on is going in the other direction. So if maybe if you shift from beef to maybe eating a little more fish, you can save some money. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's leading us down a path yep. of eating healthier and being healthier. Might not be Avoid, a, I mean, uh, or yeah, no, I'm all for that. I'm a pescatarian, just, so I'm always going to say, like, are you really? I am. So I'm always going to say eat fish. And uh, but that was one of the things I saw is that the fish prices are going down. Yeah. So maybe try a piece right. of salmon. It's good. Something to think about. Or, or tuna. Or just get a coupon and double up on those crackers. I'm just saying. All right, coming <laughs> At <this> up. Point. <laughs> she reigned supreme on TV and radio for decades, and we all loved her. Now there's a docu-series asking, where is Wendy Williams? And is she okay? ABC News exclusively spoke to her family about what's going on, plus this. I can't sit out here, I'm scared. 
Yeah, you don't feel safe, huh? No, I'm, I don't feel safe at all. What do you do when your apartment has building violations and they don't get it fixed? The tenants called Seven on your side to investigate, and they're getting some answers. And remember the conversations that we had about this? Those caffeinated lemonade drinks? It's the focus of several <laughs> lawsuits, mm. and now mm -hmm. another company is launching a caffeinated energy drink. How much caffeine do we need? I, I mean, there's know. some sunshine out there right now. Take nature's caffeine, take a walk, but there are some showers on the way. We'll time them for you in a minute. A morning health alert for you. Stomach bugs are making the rounds in our area. Look at this map. According to CDC, the Northeast has the highest positivity rate for norovirus right now. The spread is so wide ranging in some parts of the area that it's putting some people's daily lives on hold. Hmm. Earlier this month, you remember this, right? Irving Primary School in Highland Park, New Jersey. Well, they closed because of a gastrointestinal illness outbreak at their school. So the school went underwent deep cleaning, of course, before yep. reopening for class. And I think we're going to find out that's what's important with this. When you see that 15% jump, that's a big number. He's a yeah. friend of the show joining us now to give you everything you need to know about this outbreak. Chief Medical Officer at WebMD, Dr. John John White. Dr. White, we're so excited. Good morning. We're so excited to have this conversation. Yeah. I mean, let's just dive into it. What do you want to start with? Yeah, I just want to start off with just, just what, let's break down norovirus for the folks who may not understand. And as you can see by that graph, it is a very contagious virus. And it's mm -hmm. basically a gastrointestinal, a GI virus. So it's not a respiratory virus like yeah. people have cold mm -hmm. or flu. It's really, as we were talking about, through spread through contact with contaminated feces, right? Contact with vomit. Mm. That's the and issue. so it's unhealthy kind of cleanliness. Like we, we need to be yeah. super clean about washing our hands. Yes. Super concerned about areas that we touch yep. because this isn't something I'm going to breathe on you with, right? Sure. Right. I mean, there are some instances of respiratory, but it's predominantly it's the GI tract, right? So it's something you've put in your mouth, and as you point out, Sam. Everyone doesn't practice good hygiene. Let's just be Oof, realistic. Yeah. Our little ones, they've had it so, yeah. too many times, and that says a lot And it's hand about their hygiene. with soap and water. <laughs> <laughs> now, my son is the opposite. He's a little too much, but right yeah. now, he, he hasn't had a stomach flu, so that's good. Well, tell us but about the soap symptoms. soap and water, too. It's not just, you know, the, the sanitizers. Yeah. So the symptoms typically are things like you feel crampy abdominal pain. Okay. You have some nausea. That then typically progresses to vomiting, and then you have usually water, watery diarrhea. Mm -hmm. If it's bloody, that's a big red flag. Yeah. Sometimes you have a fever, usually low grade, around 100, and sometimes you might get a headache too. But it's usually those abdominal symptoms. Yeah. Sometimes you think, hmm, maybe this is food poisoning, maybe this is something else. Yeah, and, and this is very, sorry. No, no, go, go. It's just so concerning because I had it last yeah. year. Yep. It was the absolute worst, and you're seeing all these states in the Northeast, yeah. like why is it popping up like this? Because it is so contagious, Ugh. right? So with kids, they don't always practice the best hygiene. We talked about how it is in our stool. You know, a lot of times in families, people share the same bathroom. Mm -hmm. So it's a good idea to maybe when someone's sick, stick to one sure. bathroom. And people go to work sick, right? Because you think, oh, I only have some diarrhea. I can go to work. Ugh. It's all public bathrooms yeah. mm -hmm. that you're using. So it's another reminder, don't go to work if you're not feeling well. So what can you do you, ahead of time? Instead of just wiping stuff down in your own home, but what can we do to prevent this? When we're because out when and about, I love that. When you go into yeah. the public place, you need to use a restroom. And some people don't have two bathrooms at home. That's right. Things of That's that exactly and you're right. out. What do you do? So it is very much about your own hand washing. You can't control what other people do. So right. you, you want to 
you know, wash with soap and water, you know, 20, 30 seconds when you're in the bathroom. You want to wash that food because that's a source of contamination. Typically, green leafy vegetables, fruit, shellfish mm -hmm. is a source of the virus oh. too. And then you want to encourage people to stay home when they're sick. Keep your kids. I know it can be tough yeah. on parents, but if they're not feeling well, they're having diarrhea, yep. they need to stay home and you need to stay home and be extra cautious at that time. Yeah. Well, it's a conversation we needed to have and thank you so much because when you're up 15% with something, you've yeah. got to get to the nexus of it and try to help. So Dr. White, thank you for being with Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Dr. White. Appreciate the talk. From the facade of a building separating in Chinatown, how can you forget that image? So, so incredibly frightening to balconies collapsing in the Bronx. There have been some high profile problems with older buildings crumbling in New York City. When you live in a building and you pay rent, you expect it to be safe. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you keep on noticing these problems? You keep reporting them and then nothing happens. Mm. So one group of tenants called investigative reporter Dan Krauth. He joins us now with what happened next. So tell us what's going on. Well, in this case, the tenants contacted us, but we found dozens of buildings with dozens of violations and unpaid fines, including a very large building in the Bronx. Tenants there worry that not enough is being done to keep them safe. And the city now says they're taking what they call extreme action. Charlene Banks has a million dollar view from her Bronx apartment. I couldn't even use it. I was scared. But she doesn't like the view down below. All around. The concrete on her balcony cracking. I can't sit out here. I'm scared. Yeah, you don't feel safe out No, I'm, I don't feel safe at all. She's lived here for 17 years and never seen it like this before. So you keep complaining, they keep coming out, and nothing keeps happening. Exactly. Exactly. So we're just in a vicious cycle. It's like a, a circle. It's like a, a, a continuous circle. And she's not alone. Every night you go going to sleep hoping that your, when your building don't collapse. And it's not just their apartments they're worried about. Look. Walking around the large building on East 169th. No locks. No locks. Problem. This is not working. This was not working. After problem pointed out. Come here, Dan. See? You can look you from can here. You can see right through right it. Right through it. And we're, we're really concerned about these cracks of the facade because this is where it begins. We found the owner hasn't had a facade inspection since 2013, even though it's required every five years. Plus, the building has more than 40 outstanding violations. Department of Building Records show it owes the city more than $500,000 in fines. How is that possible? How are they allowed to get away with that? To owe that much money. Exactly. After more than a week of calls, emails, and showing up. You don't have a manager on site? Can I leave my contact information to have them call me or email me? Don't put me on the news. Okay, we're leaving. Not a word from the building manager or owner. We aren't the only ones having trouble getting a hold of them. The city's now handing the overdue bills to a marshal for collection. They call this one of their extreme cases where they're taking drastic steps. In a statement, they said they're reviewing the case to potentially place a lien on the building. At the same time, they also think it's now time to work with their partners in city council on more stringent enforcement powers for the department. Your building's even on the worst. Yes, it is. Landlord list. Yes, it is. What's that like to see? It's horrible because it wasn't like that before this group took over. The tenants didn't had enough and we're fed up and let's get some work done. And stop just doing patchwork, putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Stop doing that. We need action.
they need action. The city has actually put the owner on permit restriction, meaning they can't get any work permits right now unless they're specifically for the benefit of the residents. We found there are more buildings just like it. We added up what all the buildings in New York City owe the city. It's $800 million. Wow. So it's a lot of money. Well, it's a lot them. of money in this we, city. We need yeah. the money to offset a lot of the other costs that everything is going up for. It's yeah. just why I feel like there are so many Charlene's out there. People who have all of these violations that are mounting, they want to stop and prevent it from, you know, being something catastrophic. What are they to do? Well, number one, they say to call 311 like they always do because they need a record of it. But in this case, they called 311 so many times they stopped calling. Yeah. They actually showed up physically at the Department of Buildings, but their hands are tied. They can issue violations, but it's a different department that actually collects the money. So in this case, the DOB had to contact the finance department to put a lien in the property. They want to streamline that whole process. So the Department of Buildings, they see a situation like this, yeah. they can put a lien on it right away. Okay. So that's what they want to happen next. And we found out this is happening a lot more than we expect. Um, just a few minutes ago, they just gave me new numbers. They've had to get the marshal involved in 900 cases this year alone. Wow. Whoa. And they've turned 1,000 violations into liens. And this is something we just don't hear about or we didn't know about until now. Yeah, we didn't know about it. When you use the word catastrophic, the first thing yeah. that came to my mind was the Bronx situation, the facade last year that we saw that, that fell so devastating. You have new information about this. Yes, sir. Assignment Desk just about 10 minutes ago found out that the engineer involved in that building collapse, remember when the corner just came down? We can yes. see it right here on the screen. We were out there on the scene. The engineer is now receiving a two year suspension and has to pay a $10,000 fine. And I don't know if you guys remember, we were out there on the scene, they mistook what they thought was a structural column with a um, decorative column. Mm. So they started to take the bricks off of it and the whole corner collapsed. Remarkably, oh. Oh. not a single person was injured. Wow. But because of that right there, they had to go and re review about 400 facades throughout the city to make sure those weren't falling down. Sure. And now they're reviewing those laws to make sure that we're doing enough to make sure who's licensed to inspect those are doing a good job. Wow. This new mm. way of handling this situation may be helpful to people. Right? It may be helpful and it makes me sleep a little bit well better at night knowing that these changes could be coming along the way. I hope they do. I hope they come And soon. I hope everything works out for Charlene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of places for people to move to. She feels stuck. Yeah. And they live there for two decades. It's, they don't want to move. Where go? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Who's joining us at the desk? Hey, guys. Hey, Beckstrom. What do you got for us today? As usual, <coughs> controversy. This time, warranted controversy, caffeine controversy. Do you guys remember those Panera-charged lemonades? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hard to forget. We've talked yeah. a lot about it. Well, now Dunkin' is offering their own version. Panera has been sued multiple times over the drinks. And for Dunkin', this is called a sparked energy drink. It comes in berry burst and peach flavors. Now, the Dunkin' version will have slightly less caffeine than the Panera's lemonade. Mm -hmm. A charged lemonade has 234 milligrams of caffeine. Dunkin's is 192 milligrams in a similar size drink. So what does that mean, right? The right. FDA says adults should typically only have about 400 milligrams of caffeine a day and a traditional cup of coffee has about 100. And wow. when we initially brought this story up in the meeting before the show, yeah. Pedro put it perfectly. Yeah. Is anyone asking for this? Did we need right. this? Did we need this? Did now, this? I'm not a, a coffee drinker. I was told when I was a kid I was naturally caffeinated. So you I just, are. I just <laughs> never, <laughs> I just never, you Some know, things never change. created the it's habit. True. But now in my advanced age, I yeah. could use a pick-me-up every once sure. in a while, but I don't drink coffee. So this is the kind of drink that's marketed to someone like okay. me, but marketing, I think, is going to be the key here because Gee. the reason for those Panera lawsuits were, you know, people attributing deaths to drinking them because they were mislabeled, weren't advertised correctly. So hopefully Duncan figures that out and doesn't market to kids, so. right? Yeah, I'm the most over-caffeinated person on the desk <laughs> at any given time. I drink coffee on the regular, but that's an enormous amount of caffeine. It is. And you have to be aware of that. 
So pass it on to people that you know. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Track your own uh, yeah, monitor. An important conversation. Yeah. Yeah. A shopping also an important conversation. How is <laughs> that flawless is. transition? <laughs> I love it. I want to fill you in on it's a big deal. It's, yeah. uh, you know, where we showcase some of America's beloved, most beloved products. Sam and I rounding out the best Amazon finds to make your life a little easier. Check it out. Hi, I'm Sam Champion, and of course, we're joined by my friend, Danny Beckstrom, <laughs> who is my pal in Joyful Shopping. Yeah. We're going to bring you the best deals on kind of the must-have stuff on our big deal today. It's a big deal, right? We're not just telling you how to spend your money. We're telling you how to spend it well. Yeah. So Smart think, deals. Of, think of us as looking through Amazon and finding you some things that we just absolutely love. Can't live without this, right? If you love any of these products as much as we do, scan the QR code on the screen. We're going to start with the Kindle Paperwhite. I have to get one of these because I'm a book hoarder. And this holds hundreds of books right there in the palm of your hand. It's the perfect size. It's waterproof. So it's not just, hey, I'm laying on my side of the chair or the bed reading. And while you sleep or do whatever you do, mm -hmm. this is, you're sitting by the pool. You're sitting by the beach. You're standing in the water. You're this is in perfect. the ocean, as yep. Sam likes to as do. As one likes to do. <laughs> Love that deal. Three months of free Kindle Unlimited when you buy it. All right. Great. If you've got a pet, this is a perfect thing. Must have. Yes. This is the Bissell Little Green Cleaner. And I know you're a fan of this. Yes. Used to have this. I used to have two dogs until they both pass, but with them, you, you have accidents. Yeah. And you have to have a way to clean them up. And humans sometimes have accidents and spills as <laughs> I well. I would say yes. Spills. I've knocked over accidents. a glass of wine, yeah. so I would call that a spill a or accident. <laughs> an accident, a carpet and upholstery cleaner. This is just a, a mighty machine. There you go. Great deal. Really nice. All right. And this is the biggest deal of the day. Carote. Oh, that is right. I was mm. going to call it carrot. <laughs> I will Idaho, too after so. the show. <laughs> Ten-piece carote <laughs> pot and pan set. Non-stick pot and pan set. They look beautiful, right? It includes frying pan, saucepan, casserole pot. These are hand wash only, but it's because they're like little pieces it's of art. It's because they're gorgeous, and you're yeah. right. Pieces of art is exactly what to call that. Look at the wood grain here. Gorgeous. Look at the beautiful, smooth color here. And... I love the it's confetti, a confetti spatula. spatula. I know. A 10-piece set, 40% off. That is a big deal, and they're beautiful. And, okay, come on. You can't not love a narwhal, a manatee, and a this sea This may turtle. be my favorite one, and I, I didn't even notice it yeah. right away. But look at this. Look at the manatee. You open it up. You yes. put your tea leaves this in there. Drop it in the cup. This is genuine Fred tea infuser. Mm -hmm. So you can put your loose leaf tea in there. Drop it right on the side of your mug. We've got manatee, narwhal. Sea turtle, love it. Current deal up to 19% off, dishwasher safe. And so I love that it's reusable, right? Better for the planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, loose tea, better than buying a, like a bunch of tea bags. And this is all you, man. This is this is <laughs> kind of beautiful. It's the Lavoid Air Purifier, and I have two of them. Yep. So when you turn it on, let me turn this up so you can hear the can fan hear setting at mics? three. Because this is what I was telling Danny about this before this. When you have this running, you get a good sleep, you don't need a sound machine, and you're clearing the air, it smells better in the room, and at night, you don't want the lights on, which are really easy to see what you need to do with it, just hit that button this and it goes dark. 15% off, huge deal. Sam's already got two, he's about to make it three. <laughs> all right, all these home essentials are on sale for a limited time only. Yeah, head over to shoplocalish.com for these deals and many more. Happy shopping. I need one of those. <laughs> you can, well, I can tell you where you can find them, Pedro. Where? You can find all these products featured on It's a Big Deal at shoplocalish.com or abc7ny.com. I love it. Quite a few That's things. Awesome. I mean, I have those air purifiers, mm -hmm. but you can never have enough. Right. right. For all the rooms. Every room needs to have one. But the pot set, guys. It was The I love how you said it. You mean if the you, carrot? If you Instagram it. <laughs> if you Instagram I love how you said it too, Danny, yeah, but there was, was just lovely. an extra flair. <laughs> Corot. Sounds fancy. So fancy. All right. So scan. Yeah. Scan. Get those products. <laughs>